Rebel Women. Welcome to day three of Limitless. Day three of Limitless. If this is your first time joining us, hello. We're so happy that you're here. Welcome to the femme world. This is how we roll. We are real women rocking life, wealth, power, and pleasure the rebellious way. And we're so excited to bring you into our community and our space where we are bravely daring to just do it differently, follow our intuition, allow ourselves to change and move and grow and evolve and expand on the daily. And uh, we're bringing you on that journey with us and inviting you to rebel in your own way so that you can define your own way, your own life, your own rules to create your own sets of belief, to experience wealth, power, and pleasure in a way that feels truly alive in your body. Mm. Well, that was a good little femref, huh? That was a great femref. Wealth, power, pleasure that allows you to feel alive in your body, alive in your being, alive in your soul, alive in your human. This is where we lead you. This is what you get to access in the femme world. Harness your power. Live in pleasure. And when we bring power and pleasure together, we create wealth. We become magnets for wealth. We attract wealth. Wealth becomes part of the journey. Wealth is play. Wealth is pleasure. Wealth is you in your power. Wealth is you in your power. So money, money, money. I feel like money is a conversation that so many women especially have been conditioned to feel uncomfortable around, to feel disempowered about, and to really struggle to define our wants around money, to define our relationship with money, and to really be in our power with money. And what does that look like as women? And the reason we don't know this is not because we're stupid. It's not because you're lacking anything. It's not because you don't know what's going on or you're not capable. It's that we've never been taught. And and in truth, we've actually been discouraged from understanding and owning and, and holding power around money. And we're in a time where we have the opportunity to take our power back around wealth. And we're ha- in a time where we have the opportunity to say we are rebel women who are here to be in the energy of love, to change the way power looks, to change the way we do things, to change the way money gets to be experienced in the world. And that's going to require some big action. So you can understand already in this conversation, right? Why a woman in her power is a wealthy woman. Okay. Because if we are meek and if we are shy and if we are disembodied from our truth, and if we can't articulate and express, and if we can't make decisions, and if we aren't clear on what we want and why we want it, then how can we be a woman who's empowered around wealth? Okay, so if you want money, first and foremost, I want you to ask yourself how big and how broad your own energetic capacity is, because I will tell you something that as I became a woman who made money, this is one thing that I have really been able to embody and experience within myself is that I know how to make money. Okay. And it's incredible to know that about yourself. And you have the same ability. Every one of us has the ability to manifest money, to create money intentionally. But until we know that, and until we can harness that, money actually creates more 
pain. And this was my experience for a long time. The more money I made, the more pain I felt. I thought that money would be my, you know, ticket to happiness. I thought that money would be my gateway to pleasure. I thought that money would give me the power, but actually the more money I had without prioritizing pleasure and the more money I made without being in my power, the smaller I got because I couldn't stand for the money. I couldn't make decisions around the money. I didn't know how to invest the money or how to spend the money or how to move the money. I didn't take responsibility for my money. I wasn't willing to have the conversations. I wasn't willing to spend the money on the things that I truly desired. So money actually started to create this shadow for me until I really, truly rose in my power, got clear on what I wanted was able to start articulating, clearing my throat chakra, like was able to articulate what I truly wanted and to really be able to stand in that. Mm. So let's even tap into like the frequency of money here. So the frequency of money from what I hear you sharing there, Rob, is like that frequency of money feels heavy, mm. you know, felt hard, felt like didn't feel like, you know, when we talk in the femme world, we say we have this equation that we use that money equals pleasure equals love, love equals pleasure equals money. And what this means is when we're in the frequency of love in the frequency of pleasure, we open up our channels to receive, we open up our channels for money, for wealth to come in. Now, if money feels heavy, if it doesn't feel pleasurable, if it doesn't feel desirable, this is where the mismatch happens, right? And then it's, it's very easy to be like, but I want more money. No, Jack, truly, I want more money. I desire more money. But then what is your belief about money? Oh, well, people who have money are greedy. I'm not even gonna know what to do with it. Oh, if I get money, it's going to just be gone right away. Oh, money. I'm going to have to work harder. Oh, if I have to make more money, I'm not going to get to see my kids. Oh, if I make more money, my partner might not like me anymore. My parents aren't going to like me. My friends are going to think I've changed. Like all of this energy around money, feel how heavy that frequency is around money. But they're like, I want it, but is it going to feel good? There's this question around it. That's right. What starts to happen is that we start to fear the thing that we want the most because So many of us just want to make money because money is what's going to give us the freedom and money is what's going to give us the choice and money is going to be the gateway. But when money feels hard and we enter fear energy with money, then we push money away. So we start to create space between ourselves and the the very thing that we're manifesting in our journals, the very numbers and the zeros that we're manifesting and the affirmations. I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire, but I'm afraid of being a millionaire, but I'm, but who would I be as a millionaire? But what would I say to my, my parents and how would my partner feel? And would I be too busy? Would it take me away from my kids? So before we can be wealthy women, we have to be powerful women. And before we can be wealthy women, we have to let the pleasure in. And the reason for that is because if we are rebelling against the way that things have been, okay, and we're defining a new way for ourselves, that new way has to be different from what we've experienced before. And what we've experienced before as a global society is that money is difficult and that money requires really hard work and that money shouldn't be fun and that money comes to those who climb the ladder the highest and struggle the most and fight the hardest. Okay. Money comes to the biggest person in the most expensive suit with the loudest 
voice. And what we're doing is redefining the path of money to say, this is my channel. My pleasure body is my channel. My power is how I hold what I attract. And therefore we create this vessel for money to be drawn towards. But can you feel the difference in this conversation between the new way that we are doing money, between the new way that we are creating money and the money that we have been experiencing since childhood? Okay. So if you're fearing the thing that you want the most, then I'm going to initially you know, as we're diving into this conversation, just really ask you to begin to redefine your relationship with wealth. What does the word wealth feel like in your body? Do you feel like a lump in your throat? Do you feel your stomach in a little bit of knots? Do you feel tension arising in your shoulders? And all of these physical cues are showing you how you're in relationship with money, what your emotional responses are manifesting as as in physical form in your body. And we can pay attention to those triggers to, to kind of show us like, oh yeah, my neck gets tense. Like I, my jaw gets tight. Oh, I feel stress. I feel anxiety. I feel like, I don't want to talk about this. So I clench, I tense up, I feel rigid around money. My stomach gets kind of nauseous. I'm nervous around money. My, my sacral chakra is shrinking. I feel I lack confidence around money. So your body is also going to act as this entire navigation system for you to tap into, to really feel your way into this relationship with wealth. Because what we're learning here and what we learn inside the Fem way is really that money is interacting with your energy body, right? Money is interacting with who you are and how you live out loud and how expressed you are and how whole you are. And that's money in the new way. And that's money in in a magnetic way, in an effortless way, right? Not forced, not striving, not hustling, not climbing and not burning out. But in fact, where we're finally creating this relationship in this reality where money starts to feel actually nourishing and actually safe and actually empowering and actually freeing and holistic and open and you, it starts to feel like you. I want to share a story with you guys. That's going to like bring this together and the things that Robin's talking about, because money is responding to our energy bodies. So money is responding to who we are. Money is responding to our wealthy mind, our belief codes around money. So to say like, Oh, I want to call in a million dollars. I want to be a money magnet. I want to be a millionaire. But then all of a sudden it's like, okay, what does your wealthy mind say around money? Is it rooted in lack? Is it like, oh, but wait a second, am I worthy of that? Ooh, I don't know. Again, I don't know how to hold that. So when Robin and I, back in, was it 2020 that we declared it our million dollar year? 2020, we showed up on the internet in January and declared like, this is going to be our million dollar year. And when Robin spit it out on a live, I was like, oh my God, she said that out loud in public to people on the internet. I thought this was like a private thing that we were doing because it didn't make any sense for us to declare that out loud. We had come off our the year before and our business was a $128,000 year. So to say that we believed that we were going to have a million dollar business that year was big and it was bold. 
It was our truth because we had done so much work on our wealthy mindset, on shifting from lack frequency into abundance frequency. Although it didn't make sense, we couldn't figure out the how. We knew, we felt the energy of possibility, of potentiality. And because we know that money responds to who we are and who we choose to be, our choices throughout the year is what was going to allow money to be drawn into our world to allow us to create wealth. So what we did throughout that entire year was we used this cue for ourselves. So my wealthy woman, what does my wealthy woman decide here? If I am a million dollar business owner, what do I decide right now? Do I allow that fear to stop me from doing the thing, from showing up and talking about that thing, from doing the live? Do I allow that that fear, that thing that's going to come in that limits me, stop me from making that investment? No, I start to move as my wealthy woman. I start to move as the woman who already has a million dollar business. Now, as I say that, what's come up before as as I've shared this with clients and when I've, I've shared this story in different ways is like, but I don't know how a millionaire operates. And what I see is women try to then think like, oh, how does Jenny, like, what does she do as a million dollar business owner? What does she do as a seven figure business owner? Oh, what would she do here? So then we're attaching our energy to somebody else's wealthy mind, to somebody else's money mindset. That's not what it's about. It's about what would I do? What would I feel? How would I respond? What choice would I make if I was embodied in my own wealth? If I believed I was a wealthy woman, if I was making choices as the woman who I'm desiring to become. Now, what this did for us throughout that year allowed us to make a lot of bold choices, a lot of, allowed us to show up and do a lot of brave things that we likely wouldn't have done. And we also decided to not do things. The end of that year came and we were close to the end of December and we were about $50,000 away from having the million dollar year. And it was like we were having our biggest months in businesses leading up to that. We were with our families in Costa Rica living there, going to spend Christmas and New Year's together. We had this program that was set to launch. Everyone in our year-long experience already was getting access to it. Like we were running it and we looked at each other and we decided like, if we were million dollar business owners, if we were activated in our wealthy mind, would we choose to launch this right now? Because at that point we didn't want to, we decided we didn't want to launch it publicly. We felt in our energy that we wanted to just be with our families in celebration over the holidays, like to just be in that energy. So we chose as wealthy women to not run the thing that was going to allow us to hit our goal. Cause no, I mean, I have zero doubt if we would have like done our full launch and, and how we normally do, like we would have hit that goal crossing, becoming a million dollar business owner in that way. I don't believe would have felt good for either of us. So that's actually not in alignment mm-hmm. with making a choice with our wealthy mind. That would have been making a choice from like, well, forcing, we got to figure this out. We, we have to do it, you know, doing things in a certain way. We allowed our wealthy mind to lead us, which has then allowed us to quantum leap in our business and to grow in our business in all sorts of ways. In all sorts of ways. So move as your million dollar woman. Right. And we see these replicas being created in the online space quite often. And I don't think a lot of people are doing it on purpose. It's like we start to mimic the people that we spend a lot of time with. My sister-in-law has this like half British accent when she says some words. And when I hang out with her, I start talking like her, you know, so we, we start to sort of 
exemplify the qualities or we start to use the same hand gestures or launch the way other people launch or use social media the way other people are using social media. And what I want you to really do is really imagine yourself as your million dollar woman. Okay. Because who you are as a million dollar woman is very different from who Jack is as a million dollar woman and who I am as a million dollar woman. And we are very different as million dollar women, right? I want to buy $20 organic chicken eggs and Jack wants to buy a cool ass rad white Jeep. Like, you know what I mean? Like we all get to be very different in what our desires are. So it's not about having obvious wealth. Okay. It's not about having money to, to be able to say, I have money and I have choice and I have freedom. It's about allowing your desires to come alive in your physical reality. Okay. So in order to create that, in order for you to have the $20 chicken eggs or the beautiful Jeep or the property in the country or the first class flight or donating to, to families, supporting families during the holidays or flying your family, whatever it is that you want for yourself, money feeds your personal desire. So if you are creating a life in your million dollar dreams, in your million, multi-million dollar, billion dollar vision that looks like you, then how could you possibly create that by being someone else? Just let that land for a second. How could I possibly create the life of my dreams if I'm showing up as someone else, if I'm trying to duplicate someone else's strategy, if I'm trying to look like her, if I'm trying to show up like her, if I'm trying to mom like her or wife like her or cut my hair like her or talk like her, how could I create my idea of a dream? Right? So when you decide that you are ready to start your wealth journey as a powerful fucking woman, then your only commitment is to yourself. How do I want this to look? How am I going to design my dream? What feels good for me? And the thing with this, when we're to feel wealthy or to feel worthy of wealth, if it's like, there's things that we have to do, this is what happens with like, God, angels, universe is like, no, 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 you are wealth. You are wealthy. You are abundant. You are worthy. So as soon as we attach, well, I need to see a certain amount in my bank account to feel wealthy or I need to have a certain amount of money coming through my business, or I need to have a certain amount of clients, or I need to have a certain amount in savings, whatever that is, I need to buy a certain kind of house for me to feel wealthy. We limit all the magic of the universe right there, because all of a sudden it's saying, I need something outside of myself, something exterior, some type of result, some type of proof that I am wealthy. And as we are here, we are here as humans, as divine beings, we're here to step into our worthiness and our knowing that we are worthy, that we are the frequency of love, that we are the frequency of pleasure, that we are the frequency of wealth. We have to know that. And it can't be that there's any exterior validation for that because that is not what we're here for. We are here to learn the truth of who we are, to be our souls fully expressed. So we have to know that we are worthy of wealth in this very moment. We have to feel wealth in this moment to be able to attract the more on top of more on top of more that we were talking about yesterday with pleasure, with power, with money, it's all the same. 
Like I, I get it. I have listened to so many meditations on wealth. I have done so many, have I actually, I haven't done that many money programs, but I've done one money program and I know the work around money. I know the conversations around attracting money and being in the vibe of money. And, and I also understand being raised in a very practical, tangible, analytical, logical family and upbringing that understanding and and like really knowing that you are wealth, the energy of wealth comes from within you can almost feel super frustrating when the number in your bank account does not match the way you feel inside. But the thing is, Okay, I need an analogy. Um, When you're running a marathon, all right, and you are in a moment when you are just like, you've, you've found your stride. You're just like, yes, you've gotten through the weird chunky part at the beginning where your legs feel clunky. You've gotten like your breathing pattern down and you're just like, oh, I could just glide like this forever. Like, I feel light. I feel easy. I feel fresh. And then you're like, if, if the finish line was just right here, this would be the best experience of my whole entire life. The thing is you're only at mile. You're only at kilometer. You're only at kilometer 10. You still have 30 more kilometers to run. So by the time you get to kilometer 20, you're starting to breathe a little heavier. And by the time you get to kilometer 25, you're starting to feel fatigued and exhausted and your muscles are starting to ache. And then by the time you get to kilometer 30, your toenails are falling off and your shoelaces are coming undone. Like things start to unravel. And it's at that point in time in the race that you start to wonder if you shouldn't be there. And it's at that point in the race that you start to wonder, am I a runner? Can I do this? Are my legs going to quit? Am I going to collapse? Like, can I get to the finish line? And when we embody the, the feeling of wealth, we embody the feeling of wealth in the good moments. I feel fucking rich as fuck right now. We've got a ring light here. I'm drinking an iced coffee with my best friend, leading a free training to a bunch of women on how to become more powerful and experience more pleasure and, and make money. I, I feel like a rich queen. I do. But later today, or no, actually this morning, when my oldest daughter was having an emotional meltdown and throwing her shoes at me and being fierce as fuck, it would have been really easy for me in that moment to forget that I'm a wealthy woman. We have to cross every single finish line in our life. We have to get through those hard moments when we think we're going to collapse and die and fall over and that our legs are going to stop working. We need to believe in ourselves and we need to feel and access the the knowing that we are wealth and the knowing that we are worth it to get to the finish line. Because if we quit then, well, then guess what? Then I'm never going to get there. I'm never going to cross the finish line. And every time I quit on myself, I tumble right back into lack. I tumble right back into scarcity. Oh, I'm worthless. I'm the worst mom in the world. I fucking suck. This is too hard. I quit. Fine. Screw you. You stay there. I'll leave. You threw a shoe at me. What the hell's wrong with you? You know, like I never run a marathon. What was I thinking in the first place? And then depending on your, your ability to get yourself back in alignment with wealth, you stay in that tumble of scarcity and lack for days, months, years. 
right? And, and I understand that we all come from different experiences and we all have different abilities to get ourselves out of this. And, and I know that it's not easy because I have been there too. But the more you practice returning to the knowing and the truth that you are the wealth, the more magnetic you become for the wealth. But I just want to give you a practical practical example because I, I really know how frustrating this conversation can truly be. And I really want you to know that I fucking get it. Okay. So how this comes out in your tangible work in your tangible life is that when you decide to quit running the race, whatever your race looks like for you, whether you're building a million dollar business, your dream, whether you're trying to raise queens or kings, whether you're you're healing your relationship, whatever your race is, it doesn't matter. You're trying to get across the finish line, okay? So I'm going to use the example of a business because we're here and that's what we do. If you're trying to build a million dollar business and you get to that feeling where your launch fails and you feel like you suck and it's never going to work and you've tried everything and you can't pivot again because that's embarrassing and blah, 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 and you, you get to this feeling... I want you to just imagine who you are in your business that day. How do you show up online? Even if you post online that day, which God bless you for showing up in that energy and trying anyways, even if you show up, how are you showing up? Are you like, I found my stride. I'm gliding. I feel so light. I'm wealthy. Holy shit. Everyone's going to love this because I love this. I'm so excited. I love my job. I'm so full of purpose and fulfillment. Look, there's the finish line. Woo! No, you're like, I fucking got to post on Instagram today because the fucking algorithm told me I have to post it. I suck at this and no one's going to buy this anyways. And no one's even going to like this, but here's a real right? And we show up in this energy as if we're trying to make it happen because I have to get across the finish line, but you're still in a rigid, cringy, lack scarcity energy trying to manifest wealth. So this is how it shows up practically in your life is that it fucks up your flow, right? It fucks up your magnetism and it prevents you from being this open, trusting, I want to say wealth of, of like wealth, you know, that the natural abundance of what's available to you gets blocked because you're already fucking angry before you even see the finish line up there. You're like, ugh, you know what I mean? So that's how it practically shows up. That's how it practically slows you down. If you feel this, if you are like, oh, I get like my engine revving and I'm like going, 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 going. And then it's like, er, you know, it's like I make $5,000 and then it's fucking gone. And then I'm back in debt or I make 20 grand a one month. And then it's like a $3,000 month. This is what's happening. You're like, wealth, 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 fucking lack, 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 wealth, wealth, lack, lack. Right. So we want to be bold, empowered, rebellious women who say lack exists. Scarcity is real. And the longer I can hold myself in my power to stay present with the energy of wealth and to know that that is who I am, no matter fucking what happens to me, because external circumstances no longer dictate my personal power because I took them power principles and my entire life changed. Now money comes all the time. Now my world reflects what I want. Now I no longer fear money because look at me when it gets rough, I keep running. 
But how can you have multiple millions of dollars if the moment things get hard, you're back in the corner, cringed up in lack and scarcity? You've got to own your power to be in your wealth, to have all the wealth and hold it and feel it and be it. So I'm sorry. Good. So no, so good. But something you just said there, you're like, I keep running. I keep running. So this for me, I don't keep running like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing in my life. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Like it's not in that energy for me. So what, so right there, I was like, okay, you don't like, are you posting, you know, are you posting? Do you stop running? Do you throw in the towel? Do you like this, that energy to me when you were doing that, I was like, like, I can't do that energy. That energy is the like fake it till you make it energy. So what's the, what's the energy? What's the energy? And, and yeah, you used, used to, you used to, and did it work? Yeah. It, it sucked. Didn't feel good. Well, I'm going to tell you what I feel like is the, the energy for me now in like present moment of what this looks like. It doesn't look like the faking it till I make it. It doesn't look like the throwing in the towel. It looks like anchoring back into who I am, who I know I am, who I know, like that, like what I know I'm worthy of, worthy of is anchoring back in to the wealth frequency. So for me, it's not about just like, oh, this is going to be fun and I love it and I love it. But it's like, I can fucking do this. Mm. I can cross this finish line. It's going to feel fucking hard. I can do it. I am a wealthy woman. Because what vision are you tapping into as to realign to the million dollar version of yourself? I harness my power. I go back into the truth of who I am, even though what I'm feeling in that moment doesn't fully feel like that. I'm not allowing that circumstance. And what I feel in that moment in time impact the vision of who I know I am, where I know I am headed. I know I can cross that 40 K mark. I know that there's going to be moments of it that aren't going to feel good, but I know that I can keep going. Exactly. So I really want to talk about this because I think, especially if you're familiar with the coaching industry, if you're in the world of, you know, personal development and growth, then one of the conversations that is, is often just thrown around, I think often very irresponsibly in the coaching industry is that you need to invest in order to grow. And there's a lot of truth in that. Take the big risks, go all in, and there's payoff on the other side. Of course there is. There's expansion and calibration and lessons and wisdom collected. Us saying that you need to be in your million dollar version of yourself in order to get there does not mean that you need to go invest six figures in a mentor today to get where you want to go. Because here is the thing, the million dollar version of yourself doesn't just spend, 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 spend. She also doesn't just hoard, 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 hoard. She is so empowered with her wealth that she knows what a powerful investment feels like. She knows what powerful saving feels like. She knows what an empowered purchase is, and that's what moves her to spend. Okay, so this is where we start to close that gap. I think sometimes when we start talking about having a lot of money and having a lot of wealth, we think, go buy the handbag, go spend $700 million on the famous coach, go buy the $3,000 pair of earrings, go to, it's, it's not that, it's having this awareness. I overspend to prove myself, okay? My million dollar woman doesn't need those things to feel rich. 
that is the awareness. That is the holding of yourself. Like you can literally imagine yourself like wrapping your arms around yourself and hugging yourself and saying, you are worthy without those things. You are worthy without those things. You are a million dollar woman. Okay. So the more you hold yourself through this decision-making process in like the arms of the million dollar woman, and you really feel into the energy of her and the movements of her and the choices of her, and you start to enable those things, the more your reality is going to shape shift. What really changed for me when I, I still embody this on different levels all the time. Quitting drinking is like a huge one recently, you know, getting sober curious. I always had this vision of myself. I was like, 40 or 45 years old. I always told my husband like one day in like the way future, I could see myself not drinking, but it was like this wealthy version of myself that I saw that was like more enlightened and more, you know, different than who I was. And when I decided, like, actually I could be that version of myself now. So why wouldn't I start playing with that? And I held myself in that vision. And now I'm, I'm playing with the embodiment of that right? I'm getting to experience what that's like. Not when I'm 45, but 10 years earlier, an entire decade sooner than I thought, because I'm making choices as the version of myself that I saw possible then, but it's here now because I decided to be her now. So any of those habits, behaviors, especially with money, because we're talking about wealth that you feel are coming into your realm and keeping you small in your relationship to money, the more you can close those gaps, the wealthier you will become, the wealthier you will feel. And the more wealthy you feel, the more tangibly rich you become. Mm. So here is the thing. So need frequency is not rooted in wealth. It's rooted in lack. And this is what we often see. What I often see is like, okay, so I need to invest. I need to invest. And and then that investment comes from the energy of lack. And then it's like, well, I did the thing and I made that bold investment. And why didn't it work? Well, you invested, you moved with the energy of lack. It's very different when you make that investment from a place of like desire. Like I truly want to invest in that coach. I truly want to invest in that program. And so I feel like what Robin was saying here too, is like, you don't need to. And then there's going to be times where the energy feels coming through you. Like I desire to, I want to, that's when the wealthy woman moves. She doesn't move. She doesn't make that investment being like, oh my gosh, I, I hope this works. Everyone says when you invest, it works. So I'm just going to do it. And I feel scared and oh my gosh, but I'm just going to do it. Again, hoping that that's going to fix it because you're coming from this needy energy. Like I need to do this to be wealthy. I need to do this to attract my soulmate climate clients. I need to do this. You're taking the power outside of you, right? It's like, oh, that person has the answers. So if I invest, then it's going to work for me. How can you harness the power within a wealthy woman still invests, but invests when she wants to, she may buy the handbag when She wants to not to prove herself, not to show up on Instagram with it. She invests in the coach because she feels a resonance and energy because she decides like I get to, I choose to, I want to do life with this person. I want to walk side by side with this person. I want to be tapped into their energy. I want to get their magic eyes on my branding and my creation. Like it's a very different energy, but never, never, ever, 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 ever invest from need. Mm. 
I think it's really important. Like the word investment is just so important. Okay. Because an investment is not only financial, an investment is also an exchange of time, an exchange of energy, an exchange of attention and focus. Okay. So if you do not have the money in this moment to make the investment in yourself that is required to get you where you desire to go, then you still have four other ways that you could invest in yourself in this moment, time, energy, attention, and focus. What am I invested in yourself by being here? Totally. But this reframe makes you feel rich, right? Maybe I don't have the money right now. Do you know how many people in this world start with way less than you have right now? Do you know how many people create riches from poverty? It's not about money, right? When you have the freedom of choice to use your time, energy, attention, and focus to invest in the thing that you want the most for yourself, the outcome is money. It just naturally is. When you take your purpose and you apply yourself to the purpose and you put it out there and you get daring and you rebel against whatever the fuck the world is telling you not to do and you go in the direction that your soul is telling you to go in and you invest your time, your energy, your attention, your focus in that, the money just comes. But what we do is we take our mind and all of our precious thoughts and all that energy and all that attention and all the time and all the focus that we have. And we think about money and we pine for money and we think about how to make money and strategize how to earn it faster and and count it and look for it and check it and dwell on it and feel guilty about it. And we we take all that we are and we give it to money and hope that it's going to make us feel a certain way, but it never does. And then we feel empty. I want you to rethink the way that you invest, period. Your energy, your time, your attention, and your focus is the most important thing that you have. The most important thing that you have. And if you desire wealth, then that is what it is going to take for you to truly experience it. You can invest, please invest in us, work with us, move with us, give us your time, give us your energy, do the work, right? Don't just give us your money and then go to the mall. Don't just give us your money and then swim in the lake on a floaty and wait for your world to change. Invest all of you. That's the power move. Okay. When I invest in coaches now, you know what my husband says to me, let's do it. And let's make sure the whole family can support you. Like, let's clear our calendar that day. Let's make sure that if we're on vacation, we have childcare. Let's make sure that every single week that time is free. It's a full-blown investment in us, in our vision. It's not just my time. It's not just my energy or my focus and attention. It's my whole family. Mama's going on a call now. She gets to talk to her coach. Let's let's wish her good luck. Let's And then we talk about it and we move through things together. It's a holistic thing, right? But we get so caught up in having the money now and the way that we think we should or the way that we were taught to that we forget how much 
power we have to create something that feels way better than just spontaneously being able to somehow make a thousand dollars and then never do it again. Right. Or to have $5,000 in money come flowing into our business and then to just put it all in a bank account and then to wonder how to keep doing that thing again, because you never actually learned how to be it. You just accidentally did it once. It's like accidentally once doing a, a cartwheel being like, Oh my God, I fucking landed. it. I have no idea how I did that. Okay. Well let's reverse engineer that cartwheel to see how you got there. And that like, we get to be it. And when you learn how to be the wealth by investing time, energy, focus, and attention and letting the money come to you, guess what? You don't have to do wealth. You just are the wealth. You're moving towards the wealth. Do you feel the difference in that? Wild women, we are here. We're here to have these conversations, these conversations that might be triggering, that might make you feel uncomfortable, that are not always easy. But the more that we harness our power, the more that we choose to step into our wealth, the more that we choose to lead with pleasure, there's going to be challenges. There's going to be things that make you feel uncomfortable. There's going to be things along your journey and you're going to learn how to navigate them. You're going to keep harnessing your power. You're going to keep experiencing more pleasure. You're going to attract more wealth because of who you are in those moments, because of the choices you make, because you're willing to stand in your truth, because you're willing to say no when you want to say no, because you're not just falling falling into these patterns and this conditioning of people pleasing and doing things based off should or need or have to. You're going to become a wealthy woman who experiences more pleasure than she has ever even imagined before because she's a woman who stands because you're a woman who stands in her power and owns her power. This is wrapping day three of Limitless. Thank you so much for being here. I love all of you so fucking much. Keep rebelling, keep rebelling, keep rebelling.